Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. There is going to be so much fun this spring, and we've hit it now because now we've gotten far enough away from the Super Bowl to go, okay, what's next? And it is now a list of no fewer than 10 quarterbacks that could be on the move sometime between now and the draft and maybe even after or even with free agency. There are about 10 players that you're going to say, oh, this guy could be traded, this guy could be traded. And th- this is unlike a tradition unlike any other this offseason where we get to break down – Big names, medium-sized names, smaller names. It is quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. It is fantastic. And we'll start with the day in Russell Wilson because now the Russell Wilson story seems to be getting and snowballing uh, even more with information the last couple of days. Now, Russell Wilson, who hasn't said anything in years, uh, comes out <laughs> on the Dan Patrick show and says, yeah, you got to ask Seattle if I'm on the block or not. Yeah, I'm getting hit a lot. We have to fix these things. And, whoa, Russell Wilson, he's unhappy. He wants out. We talked about it. We told you he wasn't happy with what's going on. Jason Lockenfora came on the show and said he's not happy. And now more from the Dan Patrick show earlier today that the uh, Seahawks insiders are saying the situation with Russell Wilson right now is currently unsustainable. <laughs> teams, are, teams are calling for Russell Wilson, and so far the Seahawks have said no. So now Russell Wilson talks for the first time in 10 years, and now the current situation is unsustainable. 
It's unsustainable. All because he spoke for the first time in 10 years. And now Nine it's, unsu- years. it's unsustainable. It's un- Nine unsustainable. years. Nine years he's, yeah. he doesn't say yeah. anything. Yeah. He he's this, mocked but... openly for the fact that he says nothing except yes. for the nano bubbles and Mr. Unlimited. Mm. Beyond that, hasn't said a damn thing except corporate platitudes. What do you need me to pitch? All right, next. <laughs> and, and, you know, hey, go Hawks. Right? That's been it. And then shows how quickly stuff turns, man. I think our guy Softy and, and at KJR is going to lose his mind. Uh, I, I had to tell him, you know, hey, calm down, man. Uh, they're going to block you on Twitter. You're sending out too many messages. It's almost <laughs> like you hired a bunch of robots to start sending out messages about this. But this it is, is, it's next level now in Seattle with this. It's so fast. It's like a relationship that you think everything is fine. And then because you forget to take the garbage out or you misplace the remote control, suddenly your clothes are being flung out of the uh, upstairs window and you're yelling at each other going, I hate you and I hate you more. And you're going, everything was fine. We're sitting on the couch together watching television. That's how fast this has happened. Although I really would like to see that one day. Not that I like it's to a see window into everybody's week. world. I really, as a bunch of people started shifting in their couches, <laughs> on their beds, in their cars, very uncomfortably. Their significant other is looking at them, mm-hmm. man or woman, from the passenger seat, going, "Mm-hmm, yeah, you you heard that one, didn't you? Uh, clenched up a little bit, didn't you?" <laughs> I mean, I've only seen it in the movies, but I would like someday just to drive by an air where there's some kind of breakup going on and someone is throwing clothes out of an upstairs window and onto the lawn. Here comes the seen golf stereo clubs, equipment. Never the golf seen, clubs, never seen the uh, clothes. Yeah. No, people throwing stereos out? Oh, yeah. Uh, here's you here's your off records. The back of that truck. Here's Take this. <laughs> yeah. No, I've seen it from the uh, s- second level of uh, some apartment buildings in, oh, that's in our awesome. area. Oh, yeah. No, good oh, stuff. Oh, man. Uh, but look, that's kind of how fast it's been. It's it was everything is fine, and then Russell Wilson says, "Ah, you have to ask them." And now suddenly, Seattle is mad. They're taking phone calls for Russell Wilson. They're saying no. What else are they going to say right now? Of course, they're going to say no. You have to say no right away because if you don't, then you don't get a great deal. See the Philadelphia Eagles who are having a tough time trading Carson Wentz because they said, "We're trading you. We're trading you, and it's done. We're going to do it. We're going to do it." Well, okay, and they can't get the price they want. Of course, they're going to say no. But with these sources saying this is now unsustainable just because of this. This shows you that the cracks and the fissures run deep between Russell Wilson and the Seahawks, whether it is something that has been brewing for a long time or something that the Seahawks have decided this is our direction, and if Russell Wilson's not in on it, then we're not going to do anything to make sure he is comfortable and we are going to do what our vision of the team is. Keep calling. Man, I'm telling you, if you're an NFL team, keep calling the Seahawks. If it's, quote, unsustainable now, keep calling the Seahawks because they're emotional. He's emotional. You can pry him loose before next year. Look, I said what he's doing is laying the groundwork for a year from now, saying, telling the Seahawks, I don't want to, you know, let's work on this so I don't get sacked all the time. I want to have a little bit more input on the team, all these things I want, and I'll give you a chance. And now the Seahawks, their, their basic response has been, yeah, oh, no, 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 we're, we're, we're not even going to respond to this. We're not going to say we love Russell and he's our guy. No, we're going to be uh, indignant. We're going to be upset. We're going to take the same hard line the Texans have. So now you know, keep calling the Seahawks, just like you got to keep calling the Texans. Just be, be that, 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 that car salesman that when you go into test drive cars and you unfortunately have to give him your phone number and he's calling you every single night, hey, this is Raymond from uh, uh, Tri-State Honda. Just want to see if you really want to buy a car. Okay, great, thanks. And the next day, <laughs> hey, it's Raymond from Tri-State Honda. You came yeah. and test drove a car. Uh, you have to call like that. You have to call like a, like a car salesman wanting you to come back in and buy a car. You keep calling. You can pry Russell Wilson away from from the Seahawks. As long as it is, this is the relationship and it's not going to get better, keep calling. Keep going. Don't make one call and go, oh, they said no. No, 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 no. That's, that's a defeatist quitter attitude. You got to keep calling. You got to keep calling because you can get him. All right? Things are tough. And if Russell Wilson greased the skids, he greased him a lot more than he thought he was going to. Keep calling the Seahawks. Keep calling them. Sell me this pen. Right? It's either going to be <laughs> they get annoyed with you because they think they're calling about your car warranty 
or you're just another GM and you finally break him down. All right, I don't want to answer these calls anymore. I've had it. Uh, you're looking at a guy who's probably going to take up, what, some 20 to 23% of the team's salary cap, depending on where it ends up. That's the one thing in terms of trading for Russell Wilson that makes it a little difficult. But as we saw, the Rams were able to get rid of the albatross that was Jared Goff's contract. It's going to be creative. You may have to give up a little more, but you can make it go away. Not that you should have to throw in stuff with Russell Wilson, but again, we're, we're talking about making the money work. This isn't quite the NBA where we've got to do the ridiculous get within a percentage thing, but it's going to be close enough here. But if it's an untenable situation, because they have other needs, right? We, we know there's still some shortcomings to the way that the roster's constructed beyond what Russell Wilson had to say. And he's not happy with the coaching staff, right? Not happy with the offensive coordinator decision. Uh, he laid the seeds very, very brusquely and in, in short, short answers, right? Because we talked about it on the show when they let go of Schottenheimer, that, that it seemed out of place and unlike Russ then. But you thought that was the end of it. All right, that'll smooth over. And then on the Dan Patrick show, you know, he led him there. And then, well, he went full on in. All right, let me follow up with a question. And Russ didn't divert. He didn't say go Hawks. He didn't do any of the normal platitudes. <laughs> it was almost like he'd, he'd either really wanted to say something on that appearance or at, at that moment, the, the handlers didn't have a cue card up. And so he just said what was on his mind. And, and now this is the situation we have. You know, one of the few organizations that you say, hey, there's been stability between the GM and your head coach, and now you've run into this wall. Yeah, this is fun. Get that carousel spinning and lightning fast. Make sure the wiring's good because we got a lot of guys getting on and off this offseason. Keep calling. Keep calling. Hello, this is Raymond again from Honda, <laughs> Tri-State Honda. Just want to see if you want to come in. You can get, the, you get that true coat. <laughs> yeah, that car is still available that you test drove. We'll do it proper. We'll get a we'll get a nice tray. Okay. Well, no, thanks a Jack lot. Jack Black was in here looking at it earlier. <laughs> Jack Black. <laughs> Better get down here. <laughs> and he was in character. It wasn't really Jack Black. He was actually being Bethany from Jumanji. It was so funny. <laughs> Just come on down here. Then they start calling from block numbers. Hello, this is Raymond. Yes, uh, well, I'm glad you called. Hey, how did you, where are you calling from? Never mind, I'm having it rerouted through countries like it's a Mission Impossible movie. Uh, how would you like to come down and test drive? That car you drove is still there. Well, I can give you a great deal on it. Oh, every day. Call the Seahawks every single day. I'll you stop calling and you'll get cap relief. <laughs> you can get Russell Wilson. Things are bad, sides are emotional. Trust me. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. 
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferreira, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Joining us now on the hotline. He has just finished covering his 28th year of the National Football League. There is the only one NFL on Fox insider extraordinaire, Jay Glazer. Jay, what's happening, bud? How grateful I am. 28 years in this fraternity, brotherhood, sisterhood. Man, it's, I am, God has blessed me. It's incredible. It really is, man. It's, it's, um, yeah, I started in this business. Man, I started interning at WFAM Radio. In 1990, Stevie Cohen got me an internship there in 1990, and I covered the draft then. It was my first, like, thing I did. I actually, my job was to take Mike Francesa to and from the bathroom uh, <laughs> at, at the NFL draft. And um, that got me a job basically covering the Giants in 93. And, you know, on the way there, it's just, man, God has blessed me. It's incredible. Oh, what, what, do you, what, what stands out to you from that first year? Either that moment where you thought, hey, I'm going to do this for a long time, or, man, this might be my only year doing it. No. So my first year covering the Giants, I literally walked in the Giant locker room. I'm like, man, I got kicked out of my first college. I don't have the great – I didn't have the education everybody else had. Um, didn't have any experience. I literally said, how could I be different? Like, how can I be different than everybody else in here? And um, – I said, man, I'm, I'm just going to start kind of getting relationships with people. I'm going to work that way. And, and I got killed for it for a long time. And my first, I don't know if you guys know this, but the first dude I was ever friends with, the giant locker room, was this like goofy guy. Man, he got drafted to replace Lawrence Taylor. And LT stole on the team. And, and, you know, they moved his position. They almost cut him at one point. Like, man, and no one talked to him for like years. Nobody talked to me for years. And that guy was Michael Strahan. That was my first friend I ever met on the Giant Beat in 1993. Literally nobody talked to us. And um, Stray and I just worked our way up the way we do it, and we turned everything into a fight. And he turned everything into a fight in the field, and he outworked everybody. And I outworked everybody in, in this game, too. And, you know, it, it took me, man, it took me um, 10 years to get a full-time paycheck in this business, too. And people, like, think, you know, they they kind of look at it and go, oh yeah, you got this uh, this lucky break, man. That lucky break took ten years, and it was like yeah, the the talking about being different, like constantly being rejected over and over and over and over and over, and just putting my faith in God. Like I'm not asking you to get me a job. I'm just asking you to pick me up, brush me off, and let's keep walking this walk together. And uh, I'll just keep getting rejected and keep slamming my head into the wall until somebody sees that. Hey, this guy. He does it different. He has all this information. He has all these scoops. And, man, he's worth it. And finally, in 1999, I got uh, hired by CBS for 50 grand a year. And I was like, oh, thank you, my best friend, God Almighty in heaven. Oh, my God. It was, it was, uh, it kind of validated that, that, you know, that what I had said to myself when I first walked in there is, man, I, how can I be different? I'll be different than everybody else here. 
how I work everybody here. And then, and how I could be different too is not just the relationships. I said, man, if these guys work nine to five, I'll be there from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Uh, I'm not going to outwork them by a little. I'm going to outwork everybody by a lot. And, um, but now you see what the business turned into. It is a 24 hour news cycle. And, and even like at that point, um, in 99, when the inter, like the, like late 90s, the, the, this whole internet thing came out, I think it's going to catch on. Uh, <laughs> I became the first, you know, minute by minute breaking news guy in this country. Me and a guy named Len Pascarelli is really the, the godfather of it all. And, um, it was me versus Len Pascarelli. And I think Mort did some, uh, Morton Clayton a little when, when ESPN.com first came out. But again, we were like, Hey, how could we be different? This is like, you don't have to wait till, and I was working the New York post before that for 250 bucks a story for all those years. People saw me in the New York Post, I did the back page, and wow, you really made it. I didn't make it. I was making 250 bucks a story, and I had to sell the story so hard to the editor there just to make the 250 bucks so I could pay my damn rent. So it's, you know, for, for everybody who thinks, like, hey, you get these get-rich-quick schemes, doesn't happen. It's, yeah, I work the world, and, you, and you, you persevere, and you get rejected over and over and over and over and over. And I, I literally walked in, in that locker room back then. I'm like, I'll be the last dude standing here. And I was. Thank God. Well, I'm going to transcribe all that. That's chapter one of your book, uh, As We Work. I, <laughs> I just remember you, you and I seemed to go around Radio Rose together, and I just watched you hustle. Yep. It, was, it was always an inspiration. Still is. So how much uh, has Bruce Arians slept or not been sitting with a brown uh, no. drink in, in his hand for the last four days. <laughs> uh, that'd be an over and under for about four minutes. <laughs> Some actually, absolute went, uh, tremendous uh, I, interviews, man. I actually went and saw him right after, and man, it was really cool. I saw him, I saw Tom. Um, it was just really, you know, and again, the thing about Tom. Like every quarterback needs to look at it and go, okay, what's how do you get there so often? And it's he takes every guy under his wing. He moves guys into his house, but it's like guys on defense. Hey, man, you're showing us. Hey, his tackles, his backup tackle, his backup guard is you know the receiver. Hey, you know you're kind of showing this. Like he just works with them. And like Bruce is being serious when he said one guy changed everything. He meant it. Like Tom changed everything and. There's there's no there's no conversation anymore who the best of all time is when you can leave somewhere and go down to another place that has a history of losing of the last you know twenty years or ten years however long it was until before that last time they were there um, with with Tony Dungy and, and and John Gruden but man he goes down there and he you know changes a whole culture yeah he, he's the greatest who's ever lived. I mean, I've only seen him make one really bad decision, and that was, you know, throwing the Lombardi Trophy across the water. I mean, I, my was heart was in my decision. throat when that I thing, saw that. That thing, that wasn't a bad. He knew, he, he knew Cameron Bray was going to catch it. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's glad, he's glad Bray caught it because Gronk would have spiked it through the hull of that ship, and no they would have had a problem. That's why he didn't throw it to him, no <laughs> doubt. But it's also like that's, what, that's the other thing people haven't known about Tom. Tom is the dude at the end of the bar having a freaking Guinness with you. Or having a tequila shot with him. He just he's so private to the outside world, but to his teammates, he's that dude. And um even I remember, you know, Randy Moss when he went to New England just saying that they put his locker next to Tom and how much just Tom like just embraced him and loved him up and and uh how much he learned from him. It's just like the guy's con- he's constantly trying to give to others. And it's like living in gratitude. When, you, when you're trying to live in gratitude and give to others, everybody else around you is going to be better, which means you're going to raise up because your whole team is going to lift up together. A lot of guys, it's, it's incredible how many guys don't figure that out. They, they just kind of think it's about them. And, and, man, if I do this, if I do this, if I do this, no, you got to look and go, man, how could I get that guy better, him to be better, him, how could I raise him up? Him up, him up, her up, her up, him up. That's what you do. It's the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Farmers Insurance Studios. Jay Glazer, our guest. All right, so, Jay, while all the other quarterbacks are now chasing Tom Brady, uh, clearly this Russell Wilson story and this level of unhappiness with the Seahawks has kind of been surprising. Uh, what, what do you make of what's going on the last couple of days? 
I don't know. I mean, look, I, I think um, I think once we saw the Deshaun Watson thing, I think you know other guys were saying, "Hey, let me see if I could kind of have that kind of leverage." Also, I don't really understand why because they're like, and the Seattle Seahawks the most aggressive team out there when it comes to trading for guys and trade. I mean, um, look, just look at the moves that John Schneider and Pete Carroll have made, whether it's trading for a Dwayne Brown or trading for a Jamal Adams or signing guys that, you know, even guys that taking a flyer on, um, you know, they DK Metcalf drafted him or uh, signed the Josh Gordon, hoping that he could turn things around. Like they've, like they've drafted better than anybody else over the last decade or so. Um, you know, guys, remember when, when the Legion of Boom went out the window, everybody said, Oh my gosh, this is it. They're done. They're totally done. Everything's done. And, and there was a lot of resentment even from that defense, right, saying, well, they're going to turn into an offensive team because of Russell, right? There was a lot of resentment and finger pointing back then, and yet they drafted and kept that team together, and they kept going to the playoffs, and they kept get, becoming Super Bowl contenders, and um, they do it right. And, I, man, it's when you have such a great – and their culture up there is so good because they're so far removed from everybody else. I mean, I go around every locker room, and the culture and energy in the Seahawks locker room – is different than most other places. They they do have this this more of this family thing because they're so far removed from everybody else. I think, and it's um, man, I, I, Russell's got a really good thing going there. I don't know if I'd want to leave there. Pretty sweet facilities, as you, as you mentioned there, Jay. I don't know uh, if I want to leave there. No, going to the other coast, we, we know there's the, the fracture in Philadelphia and the, the market for Carson Wentz, well, doesn't seem to be as hot as some would have liked to, it to have been. Uh, is this just kind of waiting out to see how things flow, uh, or are they just asking too much right now? I think kind of both. I think they're all sitting here waiting, and this is what happens all the time, too. Everybody postures. They know what their final offer will be. Nobody wants to make that move and go, all right, listen fine, we'll do it for this, or fine, because then you lose that leverage, especially with the Eagles. Right? Eagles want to make sure they always get the, you know, they're, 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 they're stingy negotiators like that. <clears throat> so, you know, but there's not, um, you know, there's not 12 teams banging down their door. So they're in a precarious situation also. Like, it looks like, you know, they're going to go with Jalen instead of Wentz, and that kind of takes away some of their, their bargaining power because they can't just say, oh, you know, we'll just – we're going to sit on You can follow him on Twitter, at Jay Glazer. That is at Jay Glazer. Now, what, what's next for you now, Jay? Is it vacation for you? Are you doing more ass modeling now that the offseason's here? Like, what's next for you now? Of course. Okay. Of course. <laughs> no, I'll do, this is where I – you know, at the end of the year, this, this is why I got to do my, uh, my mental health work, and I, I take this next week and a half to kind of um, do a lot of therapy, work on myself, kind of like I run myself so ragged during the season. You guys can probably even hear it in my lungs. I just, you know, how I talk, how I'm talking right now. I run myself from the ground so much during the season, trying to get myself uh, go down a rabbit hole in the mental health, um, mental health as well. So I always take like the first couple weeks, kind of exhale and go to therapy and build myself back up and and get ready for the off season. The off season, it's, you know, I I, I definitely try and build up MVP a lot more. Um, I'm trying to do the bigger things, you know, when, when some of the bigger moves that happen in the off season. And, um, but uh, right after the season, I always, it's like, I don't go vacation. I kind of go more mental health help for the first like, couple of weeks <laughs> to sure. get myself right so I can go enjoy being on a vacation. Great stuff, man. As always, uh, thank you for everything this season. And we'll, we'll talk in a couple of weeks, I'm sure, when this All quarterback right. carousel starts going and you get back. Absolutely, man. Love it. Love you guys. Always You're the best, you buddy, too, man. We'll talk to you, Jay. Have fun. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This story hit today that Odell could be interested in having some kind of union with Brady in Tampa Bay. The New York Post had it. Jeff Darlington had this on ESPN earlier today as well. Uh, And clearly, this is something that I would say has a 90% chance of happening. I mean, number one, for the Browns' perspective is they don't need Odell, all right? It's not like, oh, but Odell, no, no, no. They don't need Odell. Odell. You thought you needed Odell, but look how far you got without him. And, and there's something to be said for Baker Mayfield being able to peak as a quarterback, not having to worry about getting Odell involved and jamming the football into him in the beginning of every game. Look, he's a higher-rated quarterback in games Odell doesn't play. You feel the, the desire, the have to, I got to get the football to Odell. I got to make him happy. And you don't. As, as we saw, the, the Browns have enough weapons. So clearly, they thought they needed to build around Odell but they don't. And knowing that, hey, we can trade Odell. Enough time has gone by that if we trade Odell for whatever draft picks we get back for Odell, no one's going to sit back and go, and look at where the Browns are. Look at the trade they made for him. They didn't get anything back for him. Hey, the Browns are a playoff team now. Everything is all good. You can you can move on from Odell Beckham. And for the the Tampa Bay part of this, Mike, is that first of all, whatever Tom Brady wants, Tom Brady gets. So sure. if Brady wants Odell Beckham, Guess what? Tampa Bay is going to get Odell Beckham. And before you think, well, they got a lot of mouths to feed there. You got you got Chris Godwin and Mike Evans and Antonio Brown and Scotty Miller. 
um, they're going to lose at least one of those guys. They're going to lose, and they may lose both Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown. All right, Chris Godwin's going to get a big contract in free agency. Does he want to come back and take less money, or, or are the Bucks going to re-up him? Is Antonio Brown going to say, yes, I'm back again, or, hey, somebody else has offered me a three-year deal and I can make some money because I, I showed that I can straighten up and play right for at least eight weeks in a row. They could wind up losing both of those guys. I would say that the Buccaneers have to look into bringing bringing in Odell Beckham Jr. because you don't know what's going to happen in free agency. Hey, it's great, but Odell won a ring, but but, uh, but AB won a ring now. And it's great for uh, Chris Godwin. Hey, Godwin won a ring now. These guys got their rings. If they have a place to go to say, hey, I can go and get more money and do this, that's what's going to happen. And suddenly you're looking at a Tampa Bay team next year where, okay, Mike Evans and who else you got there? Scotty Miller ain't going to be a number two. So I, I almost think that that if that's open for them, they have to pursue that and make that deal for Beckham because that at least brings another star-type wide receiver who you hopefully are getting back on the rebound where he was pissed about leaving New York. He didn't really come through big time in Cleveland. He wasn't really happy to be there. But now he really wants to be here with Brady and win a Super Bowl in, in Tampa. And maybe he is someone that for the next year or so, he'll be great. And and Brady is in charge of him like he was in charge of Antonio Brown. Come live at my house. You can live in Antonio's room. It's going to work. And you get the old Odell Beckham Jr. It's a chance worth taking because the other guys could walk out the door. Yeah, I know Bruce Arians was very adamant uh, in part of their celebration, looking at Godwin saying, and you'll be back. Uh, we, had, we we didn't play. It was a short clip, and he cursed. So we had to move on, just like most Bruce Arians speeches when it came to anything in the post-Super Bowl celebration. And you'd love to have Godwin back, but he's going to command top dollar with so many teams looking to add wide receiver help. Now there are, he's helped by you're helped, I guess, if you're the bucks by the fact that there are so many wide receivers that are going to hit the open market. You go from Allen Robinson at the top end. Uh, he, he's probably your biggest play. And then there's just a number of other, other guys uh, that'll be in play for Beckham jr. Right now he's at 15.75 million. That makes him the seventh most expensive wide receiver on the board. Uh, just behind, Mike Evans, who's actually fifth uh, for contracts in 2021, and that's all fine and good. Antonio Brown, I think you'll still be able to get him on the cheap because I I don't know that any team's really going to say, has he changed or was it the Brady effect, right? Outside of that environment, do you have the same, same impact from him? without having what you had in Pittsburgh and what you had in Oakland uh, before he was out of football. You still have the legal matters that are still hanging out there as well. Uh, we'll see what, what transpires with those this offseason. Uh, and, and you mentioned the, the, the rest of that receiving core. Look, I like Scotty Miller as much as the next guy or Tyler Johnson. They're Jags. Right, they're they're third receiver, fourth receiver guys who are going to have some impact, uh, but it's going to be riding uh, a roller coaster. Some days you're at the top, going, ah, I can see the world, and then you're you're down at the hey, he had one target uh, in this game scenario. And if you're the Browns, it's not a quarterback, right? What you gave up for a wide receiver, yeah, there's always going to be an article or two, but it's not the same. When you give up a lot to bring a quarterback in, and then he sucks or you don't reach the promised land with him, then those remain, right? Because those are such an impact to the visibility of your your team and who wants to come play with him. All of those things kind of roll up into one. Wide receiver, hey, we took a shot. It didn't work. Moving on, right? And it, it becomes more about the, the player himself. So there might be a little bit uh, about Odell, which there already was coming out of the Giants, so, you know, it's on him to try to figure out where that next destination is to work. But you saw with Stefanski's offense here, two running backs who are both adept at catching the ball out of the backfield and a great offensive line. And look how it worked. Doesn't mean you're necessarily better without Odell, but yeah. you had a hell of a run this year. There's no question about it. So yeah, if the Bucks it, come yeah, calling, put them in motion. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Let's do a little bit of matchmaking, shall we? Uh, Let's take a look. Because look... Every day, there's something new involving the drama of the quarterbacks who are available in the offseason. There are no fewer than 10 quarterbacks who could change destinations uh, in the offseason. So let's do this. Instead of saying, well, this team is interested and here's a good fit, where is the best chance of success that quarterbacks can go to succeed this year? All right, let's do that. Uh, number one. All right, let's do some. We'll, we'll start some now. We'll get to some. We'll do some big names. We'll do names you're not thinking about. We talked about them earlier this hour. And I'll tell you what, if the Niners want to make a change at quarterback, I'll tell you, Sam Darnold is not the guy to go get. Okay, he's not the guy to go get. But <laughs> the best place for Jimmy Garoppolo to succeed this year is with the Jets. So if the Jets were able to do something where, say, make a deal and trade Sam Darnold or whatever else it is and get Jimmy Garoppolo back and and a second-round pick or a third-round pick, the Jets are all set. They have a guy who is very familiar because he played in the offensive system that that Robert Sala and Mike LaFleur are are going to implement. He knows that much as it's going to be friendly for Sam Darnold, Garoppolo's played in it. He kind of gets it. He went to the Super Bowl in that system. So if you do that and then at number two, let's say the second pick in the draft, the Jets take Zach Wilson, well, then you're all set. You have Jimmy Garoppolo for a season or so, then you can turn it over to Zach Wilson, and your quarterback position is all set, and all you, and you still have Wait 
a minute. draft picks to fill everything out. Hold on. What? You're you're now going against seven years that you've been barking on this show. If you take a quarterback that early, he's got to play. You've yeah. nearly broken your panda paws banging on desks and tables for yeah. seven plus years. I'm and okay. now you're saying, ah, he can sit on his ass for a year at the yeah. number two pick. Come oh, on, he's not going to sit that long. He can sit for a while till he wins a job. That's fine. At the, but at least you don't Jimmy. know where you're going with that second overall pick. Maybe then you want to trade down if you like Garoppolo. But the best place for Jimmy Garoppolo to succeed, that's the point of this now. This is not the best place. Where is Jimmy Garoppolo going to succeed the most? And that answer is the Jets. Right now, does it work in a hundred percent with my vision for what the Jets should be? No, because that should be Deshaun Watson playing quarterback for the Jets next year. But where are guys going to succeed the most? And Jimmy Garoppolo is going to succeed with the Jets because he's going to stay in that system, and he would be the chosen quarterback. And they'll get weapons around him and do it. I could draft Devontae Smith at number two. Whatever it is, they can do. But Jimmy Garoppolo, that's the best place for him to be able to succeed next year is with the Jets. Send him home. Send him to go hang out with Matt Nagy. And DiFilippo in Chicago. Ooh, that's going to be something. That's another system he's got to learn. That's going to be. I, I'm not. I, I think he's okay with learning his Good system. luck. I think he'll be okay. okay. All right. His all biggest right. problem is he can't stay healthy. No, that is true. No, that is true. Right. Uh, that's which, the that's the biggest problem for Jimmy Garoppolo at listen, this point. That's when it's, Zach Wilson plays. Now, so no, but that, that, <laughs> look but, at you. Now you're just, wishing him ill and illness no, I'm just and, saying, and injury. How dare you? I'm not wishing it. I'm, when, when a guy gets hurt, a guy gets hurt. Right. It's part of who he you is. You were trying to speak that into existence. So, so this well, is where guy again. This is where guys should go. That they're the best chance to succeed. Where should Deshaun Watson go? Where he'll have the best chance to succeed. No, no, to succeed, not lose a lot of games. That would be lose a lot of games. The best place for him to go would be Carolina because this is a team that has incredible playmakers, and they are just waiting for a quarterback to come in and take things over. Can you imagine Deshaun Watson and Christian McCaffrey and DJ Moore and that offense? My goodness. They'd be the most dangerous team in the NFC right away. And, you know, Carolina just wants to kick Teddy Bridgewater to the curb. It's like we want any quarterback except Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, we gave him money. We shouldn't have done that. But if there's one place that Deshaun Watson would succeed right away where he goes in and has incredible talent around him, it would be Carolina. They would. I mean, I, if he went to Carolina, I would say, sorry, Tampa Bay. Carolina is my Super Bowl favorite for this year. Uh, I think he'd still be wrong, but uh, <laughs> well, obviously, depending on what happens with the rest of the ship shift uh, there. But I, I think I thought you were going right. to say ship. I really thought you were going to say I, ship. I really wa- I wanted to say ship, but I Not didn't. A ship. Uh, Not a ship. I, I think you're right on this one, though, right? They used all of their draft in 2020 to add defensive help. Matt Rule will coach those guys up, and you'll get on board, and you look at the skill position, fantastic from pillar to post, and assuming a full season of health from McCaffrey, you're right back in the mix. So, yeah, I'll actually agree with you there, although I don't think he's actually going to get traded. You know, I, I, who knows where it winds up, but where – look, I'd love for it to be the Jets, right? That's where I want. But where is he going to succeed the most? Carolina. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. All right, so we started something a few minutes ago, something a little bit, little bit of matchmaking uh, going ahead of Valentine's Day. And this is regardless of trade partners and drama and where you may want to go. All the available quarterbacks this season, where is their best chance to succeed? What team is their best chance to succeed on in 2021? Right? Doesn't matter about trade. Oh, we can't trade you at first. We need to know. Just if you could pick, if you could match make and say, okay, for the available quarterbacks, if they went to this team, this would be their best chance of success. Right, we talked about Deshaun Watson a few minutes ago. Both Mike and I agreed. Carolina Panthers, instant Super Bowl favorite for him. It would be fantastic. Jimmy Garoppolo, Mike likes him with the Bears. I think it's the Jets. He has the offensive system. He already knows it. He has the confidence of the coaching staff. Uh, so this is kind of what we're doing, right? So this is what when you can see what we're doing here, talking about how, hey, if Garoppolo, where's his best chance to succeed? Forget about the trade. It's with the system that he knows and a coaching staff that would be confident in him. And where's Deshaun Watson go, the team that would have the best chance to succeed with all the weapons around and be a Super Bowl favorite? So this is kind of what we're doing. So we're going to throw some other quarterbacks out there and uh, talk about where their best chance to succeed in 2021 is. You ready to go, Mike? Let's get it. All right, here we go. 
Sam Darnold. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just, just kidding with Sam Darnold. I was just, I was just He's kidding. He's that high on the depth chart was, for you, I was completely just kidding with Sam Darnold. Uh, Carson Wentz. All right, now Carson Wentz, who knows where he's going to wind up going. And certainly it's not as big of a rush to get Carson Wentz as it was. I think a lot of teams, you know, went say, oh, we got to get Carson Wentz. And they stopped and they said, well, hang on a second. Well, let's, let's, just, let's just not panic here. Uh, we really want Carson Wentz. The best fit for Carson Wentz for success. This is a little tricky because it's, it's not quite about 2021, but it's about his future. Carson Wentz, if he went to Pittsburgh, he goes for a year Ooh. and he takes a step back and he learns an offensive system that and they have a strong coaching staff there and he takes a year off of the pressure and understands what it's like. He's got a strong head coach in Mike Tomlin and he will take over a team from Ben Roethlisberger that is rife with weapons. You have the, you have the weapons on offense that you need. You have some young guys that you're going to keep and you can just continue to roll. Give him a year, and look, and if Roethlisberger stinks, right, you don't want to give away the year because if suddenly we get to the middle of the year and, boy, Roethlisberger gets hurt or he can't throw the football anymore, then Carson Wentz can play. I know he's 28, 29 years old, but he's someone that can play longer. Look, Roethlisberger's playing long. He's a bigger quarterback. Wentz is a bigger quarterback. Maybe he can, you know, takes a, a year away from uh, avoiding some hits, and he lengthens his prime a bit. But him sitting back and learning – wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. He needs to be fixed. He has not been good for a couple of years. And, and to just send, suddenly take him and say, okay, great. All right, we're going to fix you by just putting you in this system. Maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't. But you get in that offensive system in Pittsburgh that likes to throw the football. You know, you are, you're, you are you're already familiar in the state. You just go into another fan base that likes you now. And the other half of the state will continue to not like you, but that's okay. <laughs> but that's where Wentz needs to go because if he takes a step back and take a breath and can learn a system and get his confidence, back, then in 2022, or maybe late 2021, if Roethlisberger gets hurt, then he can wind up being a good quarterback again. So that's where I would look for for Carson Wentz to go to say, where's his best chance for success his career? Pittsburgh. I like your optimism that that works. I, I want to see how the finances. I want to see how the finances work out in terms of what happens with that contract. And even though Ben Roethlisberger is saying, "I'll do whatever it takes for the team," come on, he's not playing there for a song. If they're bringing him back, he's still making a healthy amount of money. Not to mention, they have a very long list. If you go team by team, I don't know that anybody matches up with the Steelers as most free agents that they need to worry about losing several of whom are key components on the defensive side of the ball, uh, as well as Juju Smith-Schuster. And now you see his name with uh, the Nevada Raiders. I can't call them Las Vegas. They belong to the entire state. Uh, I almost want to call them Oakland still. Uh, but that I look, sometimes the easiest thing to do here is just draw the straight line, right? Shortest distance between two points is the straight line. Go give them to Frank Reich. They've got money to play with. Not that they shouldn't hold Philly over the barrel uh, a little bit to, to work on that contract and eat some of that cash. But it's a system he knows, and he's a plug-and-play guy. Is he the best option? No, but I don't know that the best options actually ever get moved uh, in this scenario. And we're talking about all, all, all our wish lists and matchmaking skills. Unless we've got that crazy ass potion from Harry Potter, I, I don't think you're drawing away the the biggest names, the biggest fish uh, on the proverbial uh, quarterback platter here. Uh, so I, I think you take what's available to you. Carson Wentz, a guy you know, a guy you worked with at his height, and you plug him in to the Indianapolis Colts. You know, the thing is, I, I like the fit of the Colts because I like the fact that Wentz isn't going to be story number one. Because clearly, look, Philadelphia media is rough, man. All right, You think New York is rough. Philadelphia media is just as rough. And trying to succeed there, and you see the stories that get out. I mean, once you saw the the uh, the – anonymous stories that he's a bad teammate that Eagles players went behind sure. his back and told reporters, Hey, he's not a good dude. He's not a good guy. He's got to learn. That's when you knew, boy, I'm in a really, really difficult situation. Stories like that don't come out in Indianapolis, right? They just don't. I mean, there, there are certain cities where certain stories lines and, and, and certain, 
uh, fan reactions, you know what you got to give them. And you don't have to give that. You got to give that to people in Philadelphia. You got to give that to people in New York. You don't have to give that to people in Indianapolis, right? He would still be the quarterback, but being in the smaller market, he's protected more. And Frank Wright clearly is a terrific head coach, and the players love him, and he's really, you know, picked that up really fast. Uh, John Palmarosi, very happy to know Frank Reich is a coach in the National Football League. Oh, yeah. Um, so I like that fit. from the show. Yeah. I like that fit for him, but it's kind of a sink or swim opportunity. And I like and, – and look, that's probably going to wind up where he ends up as long as the, the asking price isn't through the roof and the Colts <laughs> say, forget it, we're going to go get Sam well, there's, there's There's not enough suitors for there to be a really big asking <laughs> price. I mean, based on what you said, right, right there, you've already got your, your next quarterback in Jalen Hurts. It's quite clear that's what the coaching staff is going to want to work with. So distressed property. He was a bad dude in the locker room and word mm-hmm. got out and he pouted and he cried and look he, he's not a guy I'm certainly ponying up a lot of assets for based on all of those things converging are you kidding me no thank you but going to Indianapolis where he can just be a jag I think it works so there's Carson Wentz all right so the next place NFL matchmaking number four best place for someone to succeed Next season. Again, this is regardless of salaries and monies and trades and all kinds of stuff right there. Uh, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, as I've said, the Giants is the only fit for him. Right? He wants a big market. It's him getting to a place where they will have figured out their quarterback situation. New York gets free agents when they want to. They have high draft picks. Uh, The Giants remake themselves in a second. And Russell Wilson has always been someone who the Giants have looked at as, oh, boy, boy, if we could have gotten him a few years. Remember that big rumor came out and he Mm -hmm. wanted the Giants. And, you know, Colin Coward talked about it a lot here. Uh, And it didn't happen. He stayed with Seattle, which is the right thing. But the... The situation in New York would be exactly what he wants, and he's someone that needs to be comfortable to succeed. He clearly doesn't feel that he has the confidence of the coaching staff in Seattle, but he's going to be in a big market, which is what he wants. You know, where him and his family and Sierra, where they want to be, where they would be, and they would they would do terrific things, and he would take over the town as as the biggest personality there, even though he doesn't say anything. Uh, sometimes it's about being where you're comfortable, and Russell Wilson, New York Giants. That's it. Are they going to win Super Bowl next year? No, but can they build into a Super Bowl team rather quickly? Yeah. Teams like that, like the Giants, yeah, they can rebuild in a snap. Uh, I send him to the Raiders. Wow. Do, do you hate him? No. Uh, <laughs> look, nobody, nobody washed him up. Any better than John Gruden did for years in that Monday night boot. You know, I like this kid, Russell Wilson. Look at the attitude. He's a team guy. He doesn't talk out of school. Oh, wait, he did. Never mind. Uh, no, but he's a guy that for years you saw all of the, the – you want, you want to talk about the superlatives – uh, being used by someone to talk up a quarterback, and we've we saw it for years. It works there. You've got some downfield speed guys, and you know they they would love to throw the ball more downfield with Rugs and company, and that's something Derek Carr wasn't from you know comfortable with. So if Russ really wants the next phase to be about let's let's have an a good offensive line, which is what they have uh, with the Raiders, and some guys that he can wing it to downfield. There's the best fit. Good running back, also adept at catching the ball out of the backfield. They need defensive help. This doesn't help that. Uh, But they have a lot of money to spend, too. So they can uh, trade contracts, and and Derek Carr can become the guy that becomes checked down uh, for Pete Carroll and frustrating the hell out of DK Metcalf there. So it, it works well for both teams. There you go. Problem solved. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, 
it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.